Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Sportive. It's episode 70. We, keep, we have trouble keeping track of what number it is. I'm John Marthaler. Sitting to my left in Sportive HQ in the basement here is Brandon. Yodis B. Uh, I see Stu. I can see Stu on the Google. If Borat went through a period of personal trauma, he would call it My Strife. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your show. <laughs> Uh, tune in next week. <laughs> also, Thank you so also much. here we can't actually see him, but we know he's there. It's clearance. If Borat were playing a medieval flute-type instrument, <laughs> he would be playing my five. My five. <laughs> just, oh, just so we know, how long did you guys work on that? Uh, I thought of it like two minutes ago, and Clarence thought of it like 15 seconds after All right, I did perfect. Mine, I That's even better. I, he didn't tell me he was going to do it, so I that was... <laughs> the fight was off the cuff, man. I'm, That's yeah, wow. you get I'm proud of you Unbelievable. It's, improv, it's improv night on the we're, podcast. Improv yes, Think on your... Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk... We're going to talk Vikings later. We're going to recap Brandon's trip to Michigan, where he saw the Gophers take the jug back. We're going to... I, I think we may talk a little wolves later. I'm not sure what, what we have. But the first thing, the very no. first thing we're going to mention is the end of the Ron Gardner era. The lazy, incompetent management that we've been arguing about for so long finally did something, firing the whole coaching staff. I don't, I don't even know where to start with my thoughts. I'm just, I'm genuinely happy just because I'm an angry person. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see somebody pay for all the losing. I realize it wasn't necessarily the managerial staff's fault. I realize that a lot of people say Ron Garden hires a good manager. They tend to be national media types rather than local media types. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people seem to like him as a manager. And he was given terrible players. There's no question about that. Yep. But I just wanted something to happen. And okay. Ron Garden hire getting fired is something. Baby steps. And now we're moving on. Mm-hmm. One of the themes on the podcast, brick by brick. <laughs> that is one of the themes. The other one is cohesion. Yeah. This uh, brick by brick is um, uh, in teardown form. We're tearing it down Absolutely. brick by brick, sure. uh, which is still something, which is still better than just sitting in your old shitty house that's been falling apart for four years and pretending that the ceiling isn't leaking. It, it, it gives the illusion of forward motion. Whether that forward motion is actually directed in any direction uh-huh. remains to be seen, but the illusion of forward motion is what we have here, and that's what I like. 
Yeah, but I think um, as opposed to getting rid of, say, David Kahn or one of these other um, front office folks around here that have been very incompetent, where getting rid of them was like at least half the battle, this one doesn't feel like a whole lot of anything just now until we know who replaces. Because if it is another guy who's been in the organization for a long time, then it, to me it just feels like deck chairs. Then it's a lot of Kimberwool-style right? management. It's kind of nothing. A lot of spinning like, the wheels. Yeah, you didn't really actually do anything. I'm just going to go ahead and admit there is a small part of me, like a smidgen of me. I love the Twins. You guys know I love the Twins. I love baseball. But there's this the little part of me that I don't talk about at dinner parties that kind of <laughs> wants them to hire Scott Alger as the manager. <laughs> just to watch this town. Just to watch oh just to watch flames. Town go just flames. Just watch Let's it go it. absolutely effing crazy. It all I just kind of want to see that. Like, Not even one of the likable coaches. I think it would go coaches. down like the AP thing where they, you know, the next day Scott Alger would then be fired again mm-hmm. and they'd just say, we made a mistake. We, we want to get yeah, this right. We want to get this right. Sorry about this. Sorry about that. Everybody, but this is, part of me kind of wants to see it, like yeah, just to see people go the place go crazy. Well, this Colin. is probably like the um, the main motivation that hackers create these like fake Twitter accounts and mm-hmm. report this news. Like I, I honestly, I'm going to report out Scotty Alger got the job, and he's the general manager as well, just to see <laughs> how fucking how people flip out because it's got to be just hilarious when you see people like even if oh, only it's got, one uh, seven thousand retweets. That's amazing. <laughs> Even one person reacting to it is worth yeah. the yes. fairly minor amount of work it takes to troll the internet. Just one person flipping out yeah. is all it takes. Right. I don't want to see it. But I know. I know. It's not nice. But Do I would th- love that. I think that, um, you know, I think that my whole point with Garden Hire is I agree with most everybody else that watches a lot of baseball that managers um, don't really have a whole lot of say with, you know, you can't make the team 10 wins you say, better or 10 wins worse. You say that, but I give Besides you his exhibit Yost. A, Ned Yost, <laughs> last Ned Yost. night. He is one example of... Uh, Ned Yost yeah. tried to run the guy on first goes, guy on third steals home play. That does not work, and I can vouch for this personally. It does not work in small-town, seventh-grade baseball. No, it does Because not. it's the most obvious thing in the world, and it especially doesn't work against major league players when the two runners are Eric Hosmer, who is not a speed demon, nope. and Billy Butler, who is the slowest human being in America. <laughs> Bob Hamlin's son, Billy Butler. Uh, and your best player is batting. Alex Gordon was at the plate. Unbelievable. How is it possible that the Royals won that game? I don't I don't have any idea. That I, game was insane. It really there's was. No, there's no explaining it at all. If you were a smart Royals fan, your Joe, Joe Posnanski's or your... I can't pronounce the guy's name. Rainy, Rainy Jazzerly, or Rob Nair. Wouldn't wouldn't last night's game be the greatest possible outcome in that the Royals won, and yet Ned Yost looks like an absolute buffoon? It is, but in the other way, I don't know if you read Rainey's uh, article today on Grantland. It was actually a really, really, really fantastic article. Uh, he said it's really difficult to cheer for a team that it so fundamentally believes the opposite thing that you do. <laughs> so he's like, I was hope his whole hope last night was to be humiliated. Like, I want the Royals to win, and then that's going to make me look like an idiot because I don't believe in anything that they stand for or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be a little weird. It's got to be a little reaffirming, though, that they did everything wrong 
thereby <laughs> showing themselves to be idiots, yeah. and they still won, so you get to be happy. I don't know. You think Ned Yost is that self-aware that he's like, boy, I did mess up a bunch of times. No. He's no. clearly not that he's self-aware. He's definitely like, that's fine. <laughs> if he was that self-aware, they wouldn't be in this mess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. That was unbelievable. I'd be like if the fashion designers came out and said, you know what, skinny jeans, guys, we were full of shit. <laughs> this is all just a giant joke. Brandon, you would be devastated. You'd be like, oh, I, son I, of a bitch. I, I don't, I don't track. Basically, last night's game. No, nope, I don't was, follow it all. This podcast is what, over. Even the movie. Ed Levi going. No, that we, it was just a giant joke, guys. I can't even believe you guys fell for it. Even the movie. We just had a denim shortage. Stupid. We just we didn't have any choice. We had to make him skinny for two seasons. In the ninth inning, Jared Dyson gets on second, and I realized Jared Dyson is a fast runner. Mm-hmm. And the announcer started speculating on wh- whether he was going to steal third with one out. Yep. And I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And unfortunately, my wife was sitting right here next to me. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud several times, you guys are idiots. They're not going to have him steal third. There's a much better chance that one of the next two hitters will hit a single, mm-hmm. and he will score, than he will successfully steal third base and be knocked home on a sacrifice fly. Yeah. Of course, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. He was safe at third by half of a half of an inch, and then uh, what's-his-name hit a sacrifice fly. But yeah. that's just pure stupidity to steal third right there. Yeah, I know. It really was. There was – I can't – you know, it's funny because for a while I was watching that game, and I was like, you know, if this was how it, – it was like dead ball baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Like if this is how it, it was – if this is how baseball was just played in general – it would be uh, below like NASCAR in terms of popularity. Mm-hmm. This is not fun to watch. The Royals, On the other hand, it was the most tense game in the past decade, so it was fucking amazing. You know what I mean? But the, like, the Royals yeah. make the bases look like they're 150 feet apart somehow. Yeah, it's just so far to home plate. I mean, they scored eight runs with having I don't know, like 15 out of 15 things work out for them. Yeah, they cl- scratch and claw and got eight runs out of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but maybe we'll get back into the playoffs at some point. Oh, but yeah, we were talking twins. Back to Garnie. we paused to make fun of Ned Yost. Yes. So my point well, of view is... if Ned Yost had lost last night, Garnie would be their manager next week. That's yeah, true. That's true. He, he, he would be. He would not have done any of those moves. They would have been a lot and better. Give. Right. I suppose we should give Garnie some credit at this point, because he does many, 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 many dumb things. But he's never <laughs> been quite as all-consumingly dumb as Ned Yost was last night. I I don't I mean I don't want to be hyperbolic but I don't think I've ever seen such terrible managing in a baseball game my whole life. I mean he made like eight awful mistakes in one game. That's usually like a week's worth or two mm-hmm. weeks worth or a couple months worth or for some guys like a season's worth all in one game. We can't even count them up. There were so many moments when it was like what is the stupidest thing we could do here? Yeah. Let's do that. Desperate shoot ourselves in the foot over and over and over every inning. Okay, my point is uh, for the most part, I don't think managers can affect a whole a whole lot of the game, with exceptions. But the reason I really wanted Garden Hire to be fired because is because I think that he is a de facto member of the front office. Yes. I think a lot of these moves that were made, uh, Nishioka and Hardy, and the, they're kind of on record that he wanted these things to happen. So I know that this is a very, very small start to... And it is in some ways. If if Ryan and Polat are still around, it doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. But it's a tiny, tiny step, hopefully, in the right direction. Garden Hire is kind of like the crazy manager at work where you don't want to put anybody who's good on his team Mm -hmm. because he insists on not using computers to do programming and doing everything on punch cards still. And he... 
you can blame him because there's nobody good on his team, but the reason he has nobody good on his team sometimes is because he won't work with the people who are good. Yeah, yeah. He insists on doing things the most backward way possible. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I kind of remember Tom Kelly being that way, too. And for some reason, Todd Walker specifically sticks in my mind as the example of that. He was an, a good hitting second baseman, but Kelly was him. constantly on his butt for not the being same able things to that, turn double plays. The same or some things bullshit. that Jason Bartlett was later criticized for. Jason Bartlett, who will for be defense and for not having enough heart or whatever. And eventually, they ran Todd Walker out of the organization. Now, I'm not saying that Todd Walker was a potential all star that they ruined, but yeah. It just seemed like exactly the kind of thing that happened a lot under Gardenhire. Yeah, no, um, I think it's. I'm. I'm happy that it happened. What are the odds that Molitor is the coach and then rehires like seventy five percent of the staff? Pretty good. Is that going to happen? He's got to be the leader in the leader in the clubhouse. And if it's not Molitor, I think it's Molitor and McCabe. I don't see Steinbach as 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 much as other people do. I just don't. I don't think. I don't. Won't but, you be? Uh, you'll be completely shocked if it's not one of those three names that Clarence just named. It'll Stein, be shocking. Steinbach was it the assistant be. coach of, uh, I think it was Wyzetta Legion or high school yeah. three years ago, yeah. and my buddy was the head coach. Really? My buddy was his what? boss like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, he's our age. You know that like your buddy was years telling ago. <laughs> Two years, like three years ago. Yeah, Holy and God. obviously it was because Steinbach didn't have the time to be the head coach or whatever. But yeah, sure. But my friend Adam was definitely like, hey, man, can you go do this? And he was like, yep, you got it. I'm on it. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this is the weirdest fucking thing in the whole world that I'm the head coach and he's the assistant. So, so I, you know, it's not like it's a little made so up. So this would still. be like the the Wild come in and say, you know, we got to get rid of Mike Yo. We're going to go with Phil Housley, who's coaching the Stillwater JV this year because his kid's playing on yeah, the team. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Yes. Similar. Something Such like a that. Housley thing. Uh, okay, I just so, wanted to work a Phil Housley reference. <laughs> of course. If... Uh, um, if I don't know what the one and what ten would be on manager number one would be like Ned Yost somehow becoming one would a, be Ned Yost and I don't even know who the ten would be as a manager probably nobody um, I I honestly don't have any conception of who would be the best possible manager I'll say the A's guy because he seems to be a really like Who's the A's guy um is it um Melvin Bob Melvin sure we'll go with Bob Melvin um I know he's really receptive to whatever. What upper management says, so I, I appreciate that. So if it, one through ten, where does um, Paul Molitor? Where is he? Well, on that no, Joe, Joe Madden's ten. Okay, Madden. Okay. Trying to establish. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Ch- yeah. Having a tough time following here. Yep. that's what you're trying to establish is who is the pinnacle. Yeah, it would be Madden. Would be ten. I'm fine with that. So uh, from a Yoast to Madden uh, continuum, where is Paul Molitor? We have no have idea. No idea because he's, he's never, never managed. He's never managed never. anywhere. Do you have any thoughts of his philosophy or personality? Or has he made anything better or worse at all? Here's the things I know. Just no fucking first base and been a roving minor league instructor for the Twins. How is he at taking batting gloves and then getting them back to the to the player an inning later? Not as good as Jerry White. Okay. All right. All right. He's got three thousand hits. Cool. True, but. Does he have a burger named after him at the Nook? Yes. He does. He does. Well, then it probably gets him to a four. Let's <laughs> yeah. put him at a four. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Nook's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I do love the Nook. Okay. I, I can um, hit 
And there's no uh, way to answer that question. We we don't know. Yeah, it's impos- It's a, it's an unknown known. Is it a bad sign unknown. that we don't know? You'd we know think one that of we our, don't. Uh, know. We'd think one yeah. of our uh, media buddies, if if we thought that Molitor was some sort of innovative whatever, would have would have snuffed that out at this point and reported on it, right? I want to. Well, here's the inc- bits and pieces. So you want bits and pieces of the things I've heard about Paul Molitor, then try to piece them into a painting. You know, little tiny jigsaw puzzles, and okay, this is. Do what I? This is a picture of. There's, there's no way to do it, but you hear things like uh, the player, like the Latin players, really love him. He he spent so much time in the minor leagues. He spent a lot of time with, especially the infielders. Um, spent a lot of time which, in Colombia picking out his favorite. Well, no, in you know before this year, he was down in Fort Myers, and he would go to Cedar Rapids, and he would go to New Britain, and. So the the minor league guys that are coming up know him, and he spent a lot of time in spring training working with the Latin American infielders that they have coming up, and apparently they like him, they respect him. Um, this this winter, they you know when they would interview him, he was talking all about shifts, how much he'd like to see them employ shifts, and I okay. wonder if he didn't get shot down because I specifically remember him a couple times this winter talking about how the Twins were going to try to do that more often. Right. Um, he thought that that was going to be, he saw it a little bit last year, and he thought that, that was going to be used a lot more this year, and he was 100% right. It's been used a ton more. And why the Twins don't employ it as much as other teams, if his voice, if he changed his mind, or if they just don't listen to him, I don't know. But yeah. is that some insight that maybe he... Is a little bit more innovative than. I mean, it sounds like it, and that's not. Maybe seem like, one I, like of those I said, things. I'm tight, taking tiny little puzzle pieces and trying to figure out what the whole picture is. Fuck, I, there's no way of knowing. We're but perceptive, though. All We're we perceptive got. here. I saw him on the news earlier tonight. They filmed him after he was done meeting with the Twins brass, and he was going out to the Target Field parking lot to drive off, mm-hmm. and he drives a Porsche. Does okay. that tell us anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better than like a Ford F one fifty. You know? Yeah. Why what? is that better than a Ford F-150? No, it's not. That's the exact no, it's cool. opposite. He's crazy. He's be- He's different. That's what I'm looking for, different. I think oh, Hardy drives an oh, F-150. So we want him to be as far from Ron Kittenhire yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that makes sense. Yeah. A Porsche is about as far as you can get from an F-150. Exactly. The only oh, thing farther away would actually be a bad this? sign would be like a Vespa. I think I pre- oh. would have been pretty sad if he would have gotten into a Vespa. Yeah, that would have been the. What, what the? kind of car are the twins? Is that what we're playing right now? I think so. We're we're trying to read tea leaves here, Clarence. You started it. For Christ's sake. That's all we got. That's uh, all we got. Okay, so if he's into nothing. shifts, I think that's a good thing because I don't feel like that's that's like a one way street. Like you don't get enlightened and then stop getting enlightened. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. So that's good news. Do you think got, he ever talks to Gorman Thomas still? He oh, Gormy? That'd be pretty yeah, awesome. GT. Gorman. Yeah. Just, I like that name. Wondering. Harvey Wallbangers, those guys. Just just curious. I wonder if I should name my son Gorman. I thought you were going to name Gorman or hey, Gormy. Six told. Six told. Six told us Cano Broxy. Ooh, that's got a ring. That rolls I right off the tongue. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. He lives, oh, I, um, Molitor's my old roommate's neighbor in Edina. Really? My old college roommate, yeah. He lives in the Posh and Tony area of Edina. Well, they're all Posh and Tony, but one of the posher and Tonier ones. Can we maybe get your old roommate on the phone right now and have him give a scouting report? I, I can try. Uh, and, he's, and he's a town ball guy, too. He like I, I don't know if he still plays, but he played for like Arlington Green Isle, I think. I don't know so. what that means. 
Yeah. Well, they're two different teams. Yeah, they're two different teams. Yeah, he's from the yeah, he's from that area. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. He went to Arlington Greenhill High School. That's what I'm trying to say. Ah, uh, okay. okay, gotcha. That's a big yeah. town ball. You know the Arlington There's Water two. Tower. You know what it is? Yeah. What it's is baseball. it? What is it? It's it really is. Wow. Damn right it is. It's a big baseball town. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's a tough guy down. Ball guys. We mentioned, oh, yeah. we mentioned the Nook. Can I back up and tell the most clear in Swamp Town story ever? I'm going to get a beer first, okay? Okay. But hey. you can tell the story because I oh, don't boy. give a shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This better, invi- this better in- involve uh, a fist fight over food. It's close to that, except not even close. This oh, story is gotcha. interesting in no one but me. Okay. Perfect. Which makes it perfect for the podcast. Yeah. So... I was at the Shamrock once, and for those who don't know, the Shamrock is the bigger version of the Nook. The Nook is the size of this basement, whereas the Shamrock has actual tables, and you can go there without having to They're owned by forever. the same people. They're yep. owned by the same people. They have the same menu. It's a word on the street. I was at the Shamrock with some coworkers, and we had lunch, and we left. And later I got a message from Clarence that said he was at the bar. Now, in an, in normal world... If somebody you know is at the bar, somebody who you're on good terms with, theoretically, you'd stop by and say hello, right? Hey, how's it going? Not Clarence, because he was with his other friends and didn't want to have to explain to them how he knew me. Jesus, Clarence. We've done 74 podcasts. Get over it. Clarence, what percentage of you being anonymous is due to your job, and what percentage is just you don't want your friends to know you're a a dork? One, I don't think this is... Fair. This was long before the podcast was ever. That's even not true. It's still a relevant question. You're still anonymous. It's true. This is like two years ago. Were we doing the podcast two years ago? No, this no. was uh, like two WWs ago. All right. So I'm sorry. We were we were merely friends at that point, rather than That's podcast true. friends. That makes but, but it your point. Your overall point stands, and the question is unanswerable. Uh, those two questions, those two things are woven into each other. I can't even begin to unravel those two ends of yarn. Your company would would not be like mad if they if you just all of a sudden put your real name on Twitter, right? Would they? That's not possible, is it? You're like, hey, it looks like you uh, threatened to murder Norv Turner. Uh, you're fired. To be fair, it's not threatened. He's vowing. He's not threatening. <laughs> vowing. Yeah. He's going to follow through. Vowing, plotting is another. Thing. Plotting, plotting is. Let's another not thing. sugarcoat it, Brandon. Yeah, We're adults here. <laughs> yeah, you can read Revenge between the lines. Will be his. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, I was just curious because I don't, I don't know if that was a thing anymore that like employers are going to be. I can see being anonymous if you're like uh, blatantly racist or something. You know, like I, I better not. Um, but you're not. You're just a. You're just a, a, a jokester, a clown on I Twitter. Can, I can tell you for sure that my new. Oh, is that what I am to you? Podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> what am I funny? Am I funny? Is that what you're saying? I'm like funny. A, like funny how? Funny. No, it's, what do you it's mean? Fine. How, it's how fine. the fuck am I how? funny? <laughs> uh, John, what did you say? Your manager is a. My manager is a podcast listener. Oh boy! Oh, oh that's no. amazing. Yeah. Your ex manager or your new one? New one. Oh. Okay. My new so job we, that I started so on Monday. We basically got your job for you. Then. Mm-hmm. I think that's accurate. You're that's welcome. Fairly close You're welcome. to accurate. Don't we get a finder's fee, like ten percent of your first paycheck? And You're we'll welcome split to call us? him. I'll give you. I'll give you ten percent of all the money's ever donated to the podcast. How about that? <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks. 
Is it even? Is it zero dollars? No, it's more than. $0. Oh, all right, all right. He's a podcast sponsor. Oh boy, that's amazing. Are you he's also to say our his fact, name? He's also our fact checker. It's Wade. Shut up. I'm not. I'm not joking. Yeah, he's not kidding. What? Wade is your boss. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. up. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, this isn't true. This isn't my happening God. right now. No, I'm fucking dreaming this right now. Hold. I don't know if I, what percentage of listeners my, are amazed by this, but, this book. but we're amazed by it. Just a second, <laughs> see if I'm dreaming or not. <laughs> just pinch yourself, Clarence. There's an easier way. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to slam your wiener in, in there. Hold, He's hold got on. three kids already. <laughs> a pretty what sick, pretty sick. I own a book brag, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I mean book, I mean this. Dirty Clarence and the Horrible No Good, very bad day. <laughs> it's actually a club magazine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. That is the good pull. <laughs> That's an old 70s. Never heard of that one. <laughs> Your buddy's dad's closet. My first yeah. night, my first just, nudie mag was a club magazine. Oh, just oh bush. Just one I found, yeah. Ugh. Armpits bush, to kneecaps. Bush galore, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just hairy. Granola. Just, Granola. <laughs> Ah, uh, geez, John. Way to bury the lead, man. That's unbelievable. Holy crap. What? God, I love that. At least I talked about it this time. Remember the time I got engaged and then said nothing about it on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you're weird. That you're was weird that was a proud moment for me as a native Minnesotan. Oh, man. Play things close to the chest. <laughs> yeah, you really do. You really do. This is all. Cool box. You guys are punking me now. You, I knew this the whole podcast thing was just you guys are putting me on. You guys are running out of characters the whole in this movie that you're making about me. Have been made so you're up. just trying to combine bo- John's boss and Wade into one person to <laughs> save on people. I, something's fishy. You just like dropped your coffee it. cup in well, slow I'll tell motion. You what. I'll say Wade is my boss is the sport of fact, hashtag sport of fact, and now Wade has to fact check it. Oh, good call. Yep. Now we'll, we'll get confirmation tomorrow morning at mm-hmm. like 730. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, we well, were still talking about the twins, I think. Um, then yeah. I backed up to tell a story about Clarence not being friendly. Okay, so before the Guardy firing, you had, if you were going to have to put a wins total on next year, uh, premature, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and then afterwards, did it change your win total at all? No. we got to find out who is man. Yeah. Like right, because that's all that's still it's, on the table. It's not necessarily a positive until we find out who he's being replaced with. Like I was we saying, like, it's not David Kahn where it's like, does not matter. You could fucking... This side pillow is a better general manager. <laughs> Who would be the baseball Kahn? equivalent of David Kahn? Ned Yost. <laughs> They're Steve the same. Phillips? Like absolute tripping over themselves Steve at every. Is Steve Phillips right is accurate. Yeah. Steve Phillips managing the Twins. Holy crap! That guy's. That's gross. Oh boy. He's the guy that was like dry humping an intern in a car in a that's grocery yes. parking lot. That right? is correct. That would be the guy. Yes. Okay, I do love same that guy. one. Ah, oh, that old tale. Story as old as time. Oh, it'll happen. <laughs> the dry humping and intern in the parking lot story. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, it is interesting news. I'm glad that it happened. Um, I wish that it wasn't the only thing that. I wish it wasn't the only shoe to fall, but or shoe to drop. But I think it probably is. Yeah, but there's no chance they fire Terry Ryan. God zero. We, talk we about talked about that before goddamn... this season started. Yeah, zero. They're just gonna stick, stay the course. Yeah, thousand points alike. They're just gonna stick with that one. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, you wouldn't leave if you were Terry Ryan. It can't get any worse. It's gonna get better with all these fucking draft picks, right? It can't get much worse. Not a whole lot. 
Well, it can fam- get worse. It can get worse. Famous, yeah, famous last words. Do you guys remember how Miguel Sano was hurt this year? Do you guys remember how Byron Buxton was hurt? And then he came back, and then Mike Krasnicka tried to take his head off? Yeah. Do you remember any of that? Do you remember when that we That could thought- all happen again next year. Remember when we thought Joe Benson was going to be good? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Remember when we said Daly Scaro is 35 years old and he turned out to still be like 20? <laughs> yeah. He still can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> no rental cars. Needs a ride. That all happened, too. Um, so do any of you guys have any ideas besides Molitor, besides Steinbach, besides Doug Minkiewicz? Besides, I saw somebody suggested Gene Glenn from Rochester could be the new manager, which seems crazy to me. Because why would you want him? But I don't know. Whatever. Do you have any other candidates outside of those guys? Again, uh, we we don't know the the name that we've heard floated out there is that Dave Martinez from Tampa, and what you have to like about him is what everybody's talking about. The two things he. Spanish-speaking guy mm-hmm. can relate to the Latino players. You know what? Maybe he can't just because he, just because he's Same Spanish. Language. Just because he can Same speak Spanish. Everybody that it speaks Spanish gets along. Doesn't guarantee anything. It'd be like, well, what we learned this guy. Yeah, what if he's a jerk? What if nobody <laughs> likes him? Ass. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. Yeah, like Miguel Sano's like, you hired this guy for me. Thanks a lot. He's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but and he also comes from Tampa. You know, he's. Madden's right hand man. Yep, and, uh, that I do like. That's that has that's a plus in his column. But again, who, who the hell knows? He's never managed. We don't know. We don't know. I think Nobody when in knows. doubt, it seems like we've seen enough cases of the number two guy at a successful organization. At least in basketball, we've talked about it a lot. For the most part, it seems to work out more often than it doesn't. So okay. I would love take yeah the number two guy like that. I mean, it's not the same thing, but that A's. Uh, assistant general manager is a fucking genius. So, like, mm-hmm. I would love that guy. I would pay all of the money sure. that weight your boss has given us. I would give to some sort of fund <laughs> to hire him. So, sure. yeah, I haven't really looked into manager candidates, but anybody who's shown any capacity to think progressively. Well, from the Oakland, yes, they talked about Chip Hale, um, who's got twins ties. Oh, yeah. Pinch hitter yeah, Chip I don't, Hale. I don't know anything about him. Again, another guy. I I don't know. I have no idea if he's a good guy. We're not going to. I'm not fucking calling him Chip, right? Yes, we are. We'd have to find out his real name because yeah. I ain't calling him Glenn Hale Chip. or something. Yeah. It's, yeah, like Millhouse or Linval or something. <laughs> Laverne. <laughs> it's always, yeah, but it is Laverne. Laverne Hale. Laverne Hale the third. Well, I'll take it. I'm going to go away from protocol. I actually looked this up on the internet. All right, oh, let's get up. I think we I'm, each, I'm we each get a lifeline once oh, once yeah, every hundred episodes. It's boring. It's Walter. Walter. Oh, I'm calling him Wally. Well, Walt's fine. Wally yeah, Hale. Fine. Walt Banger. General Wally Walter Hale. Hale. Yeah. The Revolutionary yeah. War's least successful general. You can go by oh, Walter. Or Chip. <laughs> John Marthaler. John Marthaler. He's from the University of Arizona. I don't know what that means. Uh, He's a wildcat. Oh. Fair enough. How did that happen? <laughs> How did that come up? It's been so long. Um, I missed you. You you went to the University of Arizona, John. That's correct. I'm a graduate of the University of Arizona. Thank you. I'm just trying to help out. Go Cats. I figured you'd have some Go alumni Cats. pride. Go Cats. 
Um, what were we talking about? Still talking about the twins. Yep. Yeah, we candidates have candidates that we know nothing about, so we're just yep. throwing out names yep. and jibber jabber. All right. So Wally Hale or Dave Martinez are uh, the our two front runners. Can I give you who I would like to see manage the team? Please. I'd like to see sure. everybody who's left from the '87 Twins manage the team. Ken Herbeck, like him to be the manager. Okay. Hitting coach Tom Bernanski. Okay. Pitching coach. This makes no sense, but I'm right there with it. Dan Juan Gladden. Wander. Okay. What? Right. <laughs> That's a right turn. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. The maybe, you can, maybe you can coach third base or something. Just bring back the whole 87 team. Lombo? Lombo for sure. He's going to be first base coach. And then when he and Dan Gladden fight on the mound during half of the home games, who's not going to like that? No, no. Bullpen no, car I'm, driver? I'm going to shoot you a hole it. right Keith through this fucking theory, John. I got mm-hmm. a giant shotgun here, and I'm going to blow a hole because there was a member of the 87 World Series team that was a manager of many baseball teams and was very bad at it, and you will not want him on your staff. Sal Butera. Keith Atherton. you got to keep going. And Schatzader. Les Straker. Don Baylor. Don Baylor. Don, Don Baylor was a manager? When was Don totally Baylor a manager? I forgot about that. He wasn't, like, what? I thought he was just, like, an interim guy. Don Baylor was a manager. He's horrible at it. Was he? Well, I, I don't it was doubt really it. bad, if I remember right. Yeah. No, I don't doubt it at all. I don't he doubt it either. He didn't count, though. He was that midseason pick. They picked guy. him up, like, September 15th. He had one home run in the World Series. Not him. Anybody but Don Baylor. <sighs> I, want one, I want one beer and gear running the bullpen. I'm going to have Burt Blylevin as the pitching coach. Sweet music. Instead of Dan Gladden. No. Yeah, Frank Viola is in charge of mustaches. Sure. Mustache, yeah. Mustache Who rides, doesn't like this mustache plan? combs. Absolutely. Sure. Is there anything about this plan that has made you say, no, that's never going to work? John, I've been thinking Other about this for 12 seconds. I can't think of a goddamn reason why we don't do this right now. <laughs> Other than Don the Don fact Dan that... Baylor blew out Mark Pryor's arm. It's... <laughs> that was Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Dusty Baker. That was Dusty Baker. Shit. Racist. <laughs> Jesus. They're not even close to the same guys. <laughs> I was they both dust- start with DB. <laughs> I said it was Dusty Rhodes who was a professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> it was this Dusty is, Springfield, you dumbass. This is not a good night for us. <laughs> I'm saying son of a preacher, man. Uh-huh. I'm just supposed to do with myself. We're going to bring the lefty in. One of the best in. white soul singers of all time, but a terrible manager. <laughs> and if he walks the guy, then we'll try again. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yikes. <laughs> Whoops! Who could ever teach me? I'm right. a son of a preacher, man. <laughs> we do a lot less singing than we used to do on the podcast, and I, for one, am disappointed. That's yeah. a lie. I sing all the time. You guys just don't appreciate it. We appreciate off, every moment of it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what else do we want to talk about with the twins? With the twins, I think we're just happy that something happened. Something happened. Yep. Yeah. And now it it feels like something. It feels like there's less laziness from the front office, and I think that's a good thing. Slightly less. Incompetence, maybe still. But maybe for one week we can only assume that they're incompetent instead of lazy, and that's a good thing. Somebody did get a hold of the poll ad. Mm-hmm. That, and we haven't heard that for a couple years now. Yep. He was off in Azerbaijan filming a movie about organ grinders. Yes. <laughs> the last country where they're still allowed yeah, but he took a break from filming, got on the cell phone, and said, "You're right. Four ninety lost seasons in a row, not good. Let's make some changes." 
So they're going to fire one guy. They'll bring back one of the fired coaches to be the coach. Yeah. The rest of the fired coaches will make their way through the organization and nothing will change. But something's happening right now, and I think we're happy about it. Jim Paulette was like, what's the least amount of effort we can put into this and make it look like we did something? <laughs> Dick Such still yeah, around? fuck it. Get rid of him. <laughs> Dick can Such. Dick Such again? Write him up. Pink slip for Dick Such. <laughs> what's Bob Stilker doing these days? Can we get him in here? Uh, well, they've been running draws on third and 15, so I think Clarence has some theories. <laughs> well, Norv. Norv Turner is the only football coach who's older than Bob Snelker, so. <laughs> Actually, before we get to the Vikings, I yep. want to go back, and Brandon, I want you to recap your Michigan trip for us. Oh, it did not there? start well. Yes. No, it didn't start well. I'm not going to go into, and I try to never talk about um, travel because. It's such a white wine for the it's most part. Sort of only, oh, I want to get to Chicago sooner than I'm going to. It's sort of only interesting to you. Yeah. Much yeah. like the rest of the podcast is only interesting to me. Yeah, similar. Um, so I won't get into all that. Uh, I did make it there and had an uh, awesome weekend. Um, tailgating scene was about as nuts as I expected it to be, which is cool. Wait, you got in on Friday, didn't you? I did get in on Friday. Did you tailgate all the way till the game started? I went to Detroit. Okay. Survived it. Wasn't as bad as I Like, you went out in downtown Detroit. I went out in downtown Detroit and had some beers and went Were to the Were you Tigers wearing Twins a bulletproof game. vest? I wasn't. It's actually fine. It's are you a, sure? There are buildings there that have windows intact. No, there aren't. There are friendly people who served me beers. and You were at Ford Field, some, weren't you? Some hamburgers. That's the only building left in downtown Detroit. It's that yeah, has windows. I know. Dude, I was as shocked as you were. I was going in thinking it was going to be like a... a Mad Max Will Beyond Smith. Thunderdome. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go with that Legend movie. Yeah, I Am Legend. I Am Legend. I never scenario. saw that Like the Jerry Maguire of the day, you know, when he was running down Times Square. Mm-hmm. With nobody. Absolutely. Sort of like that. That's what I was expecting. I prefer my personal conception of what these Rust Belt towns look like okay. rather than what they're actually like. Okay. Well, so I'm going then, to not yeah, take any uh, of this new information. Just desolation. I prefer to believe that Cleveland's River is always on fire. Yeah. Like sure. 100% of the time it's on fire. Even though I'm sure our good friend Fasola, Matt, would tell us it hasn't caught on fire for several years now or whatever. He probably would. Fucking liar. He's Mr. Cleveland. Uh, no, downtown yeah. Detroit uh, is fine. Uh, that was uh, a good time. Comerica was similar to Target Field in a lot of ways. Um, That's sort of true layout. of every park I've been to in the last few years. Yeah, probably. They're all vaguely similar to Target Field. Yeah, it wasn't quite as open uh, in the outfield, but the... Uh, um, uh, video screen seemed a little bit nicer, but yeah, for the most part, they are what they are now. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're all great. Um, so I had a thousand beers uh, Friday. Almost died, but didn't. And then woke up Saturday and tailgated. Why did you almost die? From alcohol poisoning from or from beers. another reason? Yeah, from the thousand beers. I, um, you know, one thing that I think maybe it's just me, but um, one thing that I don't do as a parent that I miss more than anything, it's not sleeping in on weekends. Like that's just okay to me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, late night drunk eating. I don't do that anymore, and it's like one of my favorite things in the whole world. Where did you go mm-hmm. on Friday night? Oh, we went to a fucking sub shop. Got it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But man, just like staring at food and not looking up and not breathing until it was gone. God, it felt good. What is your top ranked late night food option? Ooh, top. Oh, after a hockey game in St. Paul. Going to Cassetta's and getting and just putting on like half a pound of Parmesan on top of a slice of 
pepperoni pizza. That's that I'll is accurate. That is accurately there. awesome. But that's at like ten o'clock. I'm talking at like two a.m. Two a.m. Ten o'clock? No, no, no. We're talking about midnight. Whoa. Um, I'm wow. going to say there's three things that I, I don't know if I can properly rank them. Uh, New York style pizza. Okay. Sure. Um, but where are you going to get that at two a.m.? Yeah, it's tough. Um, you go to New York. I had well, I crushed some New York pizza one time, and it was I'm one of the sure top five moments of my life. That you can do that and have a bicycle messenger bring you all the New York pizza you want, but <laughs> yes. not all of us are going go to go to New York. New York. <laughs> um, I ran out. I got halfway through that sentence and realized I had no idea where I was going to go with that New York stereotype. When yeah. I came up with bicycle messenger, <laughs> yeah. which is Donald Brooklyn and not New York. Hair, but I don't know. Um, um, and then I do think that uh, if I can get like a really good few tacos in me at that time. Oh no! Um, I mean, yeah, I will. I will go ape shit on some tacos. Gross. Why? What, what do you think? What I always want at that time in the morning, and honestly, this is going back a few years because I'm old and decrepit now. Sure. But what I always want at that point is breakfast. Oh yeah, my. I want to go to Perkins, people. yeah, and have a giant omelet and twenty five pancakes and. Yep. Just maybe start with some mozzarella sticks or something just to make myself as ill as possible. Sure, yeah. And for that two seconds after you leave Perkins, you feel like, hey, I think I'm feeling good again. Yep. I might even be sober. No. Nope. And then one hour later, you nope. feel as miserable as you've ever felt in your life. Yeah, you're not. You're not sober at all. Um, yeah, so I did that Friday night and then Saturday tailgated for uh, four hours. Just bags, beers, food, whatever. Was um, this near the stadium? Was yeah. This... Yep. We had some friends with an RV, friends, parents, obviously, mm-hmm. with an RV and did that, and that was great. Um, the RV is sort of the way to go when it comes to tailgating. Yeah. My friend's parents have an RV. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things where we're just on the cusp. I think like maybe two years ago, maybe three years ago, we would have – because this time we drove by the insane – Mm-hmm. college experience. Mm-hmm. I think a couple years ago we would have been like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get into that. Let's just mix it up with those guys. We are now just like, yeah, let's just be like a block away so we can watch sure. it and hear it but not actually like have to mix it up with, with all of them. So we Absolutely. were like in a peaceful scenario by any means, but it was a little it was a little less like rioty. Um, so we did that and then went to the game and we had great seats at the game. Um Big House is uh, monstrous. It felt like being at like a NASCAR race. Just it with is so many people. Absolutely, people. NASCAR track of college football stadiums. Yeah, um, even like you know your Tennessees and other stadiums that are that size yeah. at least rise upwards a little bit. Whereas the Big House just spreads outwards, just straight out. Yep, yep. You can sit a half mile from the football field at the Big House if you so choose. So let me ask you: Have you ever been in a opposing teams? Um, stadium for a huge upset that Minnesota won. Have you ever like experienced anything like that? The closest I can come to that is, and you're going to laugh at me, rushing the floor in Millbank when Ortonville beat Millbank a basketball. <laughs> no, that's not the same. <laughs> that's exactly the same, right? That's the same, guys. Holy cow. Oh, so I was the at answer the, to that old, is no. uh, the old Ralph Engelstead Arena and the Gophers uh, went in there and won on a goal with like three seconds left. Very similar <laughs> to this year's uh, championship, but it was up at the old Ralph and uh, back it when was back when Ralph magical. Engelstad was like a chicken barn instead of a Nazi palace. It's, it's it was just a big <laughs> concrete just culvert. It was 
loud, and Ryan, we got hit with bottles and stuff the whole game, <laughs> and I turned around and just gave the fucking double finger guns to everybody. Oh, my God. Mothers, grandmothers, children, everybody. Well, grandmothers were the ones throwing the bottles, so <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was just Nobody fire. was off, because it's exactly right. Nobody was off. Well, Nana was, Johnson was the biggest culprit. God, it was awesome. Uh, so oh. we didn't have an experience like that, like... There was just it was just sadness around us, mm-hmm. um, and it was just it was odd. I feel like you'd have to be a psychopath to have rubbed it in ninety thousand people, you no. know, faces and whatever. Like they, they were just like sitting down and like, God damn it, that's that true. sucks. They would have done it to what? you. We were like first half, you know, we were like keeping it close, ten to seven at halftime, and we got another touchdown right away. And we were kind of we we're up, and we did the rouser, and we're you know whatever. And then it happened again, and we were like, dude, I don't want to, I'm not going to fucking get shit thrown at me and get in fights or whatever. Like, we're oh just going to have to, like, applaud and cheer or whatever, but not be dicks sure. about it. And there was nobody, sure. there was no angst or animosity from, like, the crowd toward us. So it was just a weird feeling to, like, be so happy in dead silence. <laughs> in just absolute depression just surrounding you. Dead silence. It's almost like if uh, the, the uh, pastor at your church announced the, you know, the score of the Vikings game, and you'd like want to celebrate, and everyone's just silent staring at you. It's like, ah, no, are we not going to? Sorry, guys. Yeah, I guess. Whoops. So it was, um, I mean, it was unforgettable. It was super fun. And uh, we were right behind the parents section. And mm-hmm. then, so we were like kind of near the like the 30, 40 yard line or whatever. Sure. And then in the corner um, was where the students were. Sure. So when the game ended, the guys ran across the field, got the jug, and then brought it over to the students section because it was more of them and they don't, you know, they want to celebrate with their friends or whatever else. But it was kind of funny to see like sitting with the parents and their reaction. Like they were so proud of their kids and so happy and like the moms and dads were like hugging each other and arms around each other and watching uh, the kids like running across the field and celebrate with the cheerleaders and whoever else were there. And they gave them like 4 minutes and then they turned it into like angry parents again and they started just fucking screaming at their kids to bring the jug over so they could see it <laughs> Derek! Derek! get the fuck up just screaming at their kids and they're trying to celebrate with their friends oh god and it just was like a downward like hey Derek hey Derek come bring it over show mom you know whatever and then just started screaming trying to get their attention god it was gorgeous I loved it yeah so that was my now, favorite um, part and then we for you Brandon What's that? Yeah. Um, did any of like the Michigan fans around you um, ask the game was turning away from the Wolverines? Did they say, well, Dave Marthaler said we were 18th in the country. <laughs> so it it was it was a common refrain throughout the game. Like, no, guys, we got this. We got this. I got I got a guy on Twitter who says 18th best team in the country. No way we lose this country. one. There's no way we John, can lose. It's in the bag. I like how screen what I didn't I didn't I notice like how like Dave a little tiny 18 instead of next me. to Michigan's name. <laughs> why, why didn't I see the little tiny number? The best part of this whole thing is that I said it based on something Dave said, and now since Dave has been on the podcast, we're just blaming. He Dave. is the one getting Dave, blamed for it. Fucking, he's yeah. not here to defend himself. They did not. I'm gonna, um, here's just, the thing. I want to be clear that Dave also wasn't the one who published these rankings. That <laughs> Michigan was 18th. Yeah. He just saw them on the internet and suggested, he hey, they've been they remarkably valid. lucky. They've Has been he remarkably them, unlucky with turnovers. The game, are they now like 12th? I mean, maybe they're, these rankings are not up. really what they... <laughs> they got better? 
Coach most likely to get canned. They probably are at least 10th in the country at this point. Um, It didn't seem like they were the 18th best team in the country from my vantage point. (laughs) No, it didn't seem like they were even close. They're not. It came through on television. I know it it loses something when you're not there live. They're not real good at football. It was just a weird feeling being there. Um, It has to be slightly weird to be surrounded by 98,000 people, all of whom hate their team more than you do. Yeah, and it wasn't – yeah, it's not like they were – like good and and um, it's not like Penn State in 1998 where they're number two and the Gophers somehow oh, go in due to a miracle and knock them off. I would have Effenheimered every single one of those. These were like sad people who know that their team is terrible. Yes. And then that um that um then play that's when you rub it in right <laughs> then is when they're vulnerable. You know where and you can find me, Clarence. You, that is your opportunity. Do you know where I live these days? Would you say where? it's on the high road? The high road. Not on the high road. The high oh, road. Fuck the high road. I can't road. hear you from where I'm sitting right now. You know where I'm sitting right now? Oh, get on my down high in horse. here. Down on my here high horse. in the pig filth. Just <laughs> yeah. get down in here. Down here in the wallows. We wanted just to be. Like, seriously, here. we wanted to go well, be then, the then, drunk then idiots. It. You know what? Yeah, just like you know we didn't get, get any. It done? Want to doesn't get it done. We didn't get any reason. There was like kids. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And dads around us. And, you know, like we were by the student section. Perfect. Um, You know, the the thing that made it really, really awkward was um, there was that play in the third or fourth quarter when the dude got slammed down and hit his head. Mm -hmm. And he was right in front of us when this happened. And uh, so he gets up and he – I don't know what – the TV showed or whatever, but he was... It showed le- him staggering sideways into his yeah. own player. Legitimately woozy, right? Like, he almost fell Look, over. Yes, he has a concussion. been drinking as long as you had, basically. <laughs> exactly. I was like, hey, that's... Seriously, he was he out doing on a his Brock's feet. impression? Yeah. Yeah. That made it so weird because then all of a sudden everybody in the stadium was on the same side. We're all like, dude... Get him out of get there. Get this guy off the... What are, we, what are we seeing? Like, And we're all looking around, like, even... With the Michigan fans, like, are you? Did we miss something? It looked like that kid got his bell rung pretty mm-hmm. seriously. Um, so that kind of that guy has a brain injury. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's after bonding over like wanting a nineteen-year-old to not die, it would have been a little bit harder to me to pull the old uh, finger guns out, blazing. It would have been real Easy nice peasy, to be surrounded by <laughs> terrible Michigan fans. Yeah, that was, that's what they you really want at the time. No, it's just the worst people ever around you. Just so you can feel good about yourself as you rip them to shreds. It was not what I expected. And there were so many people, too, that we were, like, high-fiving or we would, like, you know, we'd catch eyes with somebody, like, on their way up and, you know, we're 
pumping our fists or whatever, and they're like, hey, yeah, that was, you know, good game. We just, we, we don't have it this year. We're just a mess right now. We're like, yeah, you're, you don't have it. You're just a, m- oh, wait, you, no, you just fucking, you just said that. Shoot. <laughs> don't take this away from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Be awful. Come on. Fight me. Fight me. Yeah, no, you're going to punch me, aren't you? What totally I totally get it. I what totally I wanted for it. you was to be yeah. surrounded by North Dakota hockey fans. Ah, uh, And it didn't yeah. even happen. Yeah, no. It was just like a – and then like the whole sec- – I mean, they just fucking murdered them the whole second half. It's not mm-hmm. like this was a surprise at the end by no. any means. Um, and they gave up. I mean, the fans left early, and I was about to tease them of like it's 30 to 14 with, what, eight minutes left or ten minutes left. Like, you know, it's going to be tough to come back, but it's – two possession game people are streaming out of the game and we're like oh that's you shouldn't and then like the actual team gives up as well and punts whatever it's like oh, okay never mind mm-hmm. i guess this team is just so spoiled and sad they're just like let's just forget we're all just gonna go home at this point it was crazy it was a very weird surreal atmosphere i'll tell you what i'll give you a couple of guesses as the which member of my family said the following when the golfers were up 30 to 7 with 10 minutes to go Turn it off. I don't want to watch him blow this. <laughs> you. My God. I hope it's not your wife. No. I haven't gotten to her yet. Have I, you? My I wife does not understand this sort my of thing. My wife. My wife. My wife. Bartholomew said that, I bet. <laughs> What's that? It was your dad, wasn't it? It was not my dad. It was Dave. It was Dave again. Oh, Jesus, Dave. Dave. Oh. Well, he, he, had, he just was so scared to death of Michigan. The apex of this for Dave was <laughs> the time that he was literally the only person in Williams Arena nervous and unable to watch when the Gophers were up 13 points on Wisconsin with 52 seconds to go. (laughs) (laughs) If they had pulled the Gophers off the floor and let Wisconsin have the ball, they still would not have been able to come back. Replaced by the U of M choir. They still win by eight. Dave was expecting five consecutive steals followed by three-pointers and the Gophers losing that game. Wow. That's sad. Wow. That's I picked the game right, by the way. I just want to point that out on last week's podcast. I picked Stu. You're on a roll right now. And I remember what I picked. I picked Michigan to win 42-10 to 10 because I didn't want yes, to get my did. hopes up. I think I did 31-7, to 7, and I felt good about it. I felt during that, you know, like walking up to it, like, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't. Are they good? And unlike the game Are we're going to talk good? about next, this game I actually did think the Gophers would win. I actually did have confidence. That's amazing. After Are one the completion good? the week before. I don't think the Gophers are good. But I think defense is legit. Good, which doesn't mean anything right now. But their next game is home against Northwestern. Northwestern, win. everybody's hurt. Now, or transferred. They did just beat the crap out of Penn State, and Penn State was supposed to be decent. But huh. that said... The Gophers should be able to beat Northwestern at home. Yeah. Okay. Then who do they have after Northwestern? <laughs> we'll have to ask Dave where Northwestern ranks. But okay. First. I, They're I the think best team in the country. They may have something like Northwestern, then Purdue, then Illinois or something They've like that. They've got three in a row, and then they end on Nebraska, Then they end Wisconsin. on the, just a disastrous schedule. But they could be 7-1. and one. Yeah, at some point. Yep. Towards the end of the game, one of the announcers on the Minnesota-Michigan game said, that this could make Minnesota the favorite in the West, in the Big Ten West, which is ridiculous. Of that course. is, yep, that's ridiculous. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, I prefer you to know? just think that they're not great, but um, their defense is legitimately mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobb has been. I mean, I don't think anybody ever talks about him, but he's a good player. I think he's, they don't talk about him because there's a number of Gopher tailbacks 
who are all about equally good. He just ends up getting more carries, but he he's just, productive he every just single happens week. To be the he's number just, one guy. He's already almost got a thousand yards on the season. Yeah, I mean he's he's, he's which been playing is great. obviously a good number, but if he gets hurt, they'll put in Adel Kirkwood, they'll put in Bradley yeah. Williams, they'll put in any number of these guys. Yeah, and they'll be fine. Right. But that doesn't mean the cops shouldn't get credit for being good. Yeah, and obviously the passing. No, game I think that's game. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Leitner completed 14 passes. He looked good doing it too. Like, he looked like he legitimately had a decent arm and some vision. Obviously, it was that won't last. No, of course that is not at somewhere between that and one completion. In general, that is not the truth of Mitch Leitner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but we'll still. see. We'll know a little bit more next week. But fun, fun time. Ann Arbor, uh, cool town, just a college town, like through and through. Still not the best city in Michigan. That'd be Grand Rapids, but um, Ann Arbor's great, and Detroit is the third best town. Just okay. so you know. I'm, what about – I'm struggling to come up with another town. Kalamazoo. Mackinac City. Kalamazoo is decent. It's better than Detroit, worse than Ann Arbor. Grand Rapids and Ann Arbor. I remember Mackinac having fun City. on Mackinac, Mackinac Island when I was a kid. get the fuck out of here. Mackinac, guys. Mackinac. Mackinac Island. Mackinac Island. Mackinac. Mackinac. I remember having fun on Mackinac, Mackinac Island. Mackinac is worse City. than Detroit. All right. That's fair. Ypsilanti. Big Rapids. That's where is. is how it's pronounced, actually. You didn't know that, did you? Wipe Salanti. How? Wipe Salanti. Wipe Salanti. Yep. That's not true. <laughs> that Let's talk. I tried. I, I gave it a whirl. You know, it's a good week when we end up legitimately the third most important story is the Vikings. Teddy. Because in general, they're the number one story. Yeah. I mean, they probably are this week as well, just for us. Now, I just want to I just want to remind everybody who's listening, listening that Teddy Bridgewater has been our guy since the start of the 2013 season. Which John, uh... Friends is no. a year before a year this before season. he was in the NFL. Louisville senior Teddy Bridgewater was our guy. Sharkman we were tried to come on him. here and tell us how Bridgewater wasn't going to be a good quarterback. Do you yeah. remember that? Didn't, I do. Remember. Didn't love him. Didn't we tried to? Re- and remember how nice we were because we we want to love John Sharkman and we, we do. do. And then we he got we were like, oh, okay, on. yeah, you know, okay, yep. I respect your opinion, sure, but we we were all like like having telepathic conversations like fuck this yeah fuck this well what happened was he got thrown off the podcast about an hour in and we spent the next half hour ripping john cartoon bubbles above our heads (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) just jail motions from all of us for an hour straight um i don't even want to i don't even want to like claim like all four of us have a 25 percent uh, uh, equally love for Teddy. You know, like we've all sort of fell on him and, and agreed the whole we're, time. But we're Teddy Voltron together. We just form into one giant Teddy love machine. We're Teddy four love machine. fingers of a Teddy Bridgewater fist come <laughs> together. We punch you right in the mouth with our Teddiness. Punch you in the mouth with our Teddiness. Um, <laughs> that sounds on. a little let dirty me, somehow. Uh, let me write that down. Yes, um, punch you in their mouth with your Teddiness. Today's episode title. Yeah. Um, but we were, I think the word that I always use to describe it at this time is not cohesion. It's cohesion. not togetherness. Dude. It's vindication. It does. A lot of people good. didn't believe in Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, and I count every oh, other yeah. NFL team among those people. Uh huh. They all had a chance to draft him, they all passed. Yep. And Rick, the first time. And Rick, the first time. Four goddamn people who no. never doubted him ever. You know what? I, we've right said here. this a million times in the past, and we'll keep saying it. 
We are four drunk idiots who happen to be right about every single thing that we Ex- said. Everything we've ever talked about. It's getting, it's getting embarrassing. Have you? Like, have we been wrong about anything yet? Including our twins predictions? I picked the Vikings to beat Atlanta last week. Yeah. A couple. Undefeated. couple yeah, but, yeah. I picked it. That's all I'm so saying. So we're mostly right. We're, we're almost always right. Yeah. Clarence, do you have our twins predictions in front of you? Yeah, we're not quite. I have uh, them in my head. You shoot. I, I got them all still all up right, here. Go ahead. Mean? Let's go through our Twins predictions quick as we talk about the Vikings. Yeah, that's all great, right. John. We can talk about the Twins predictions. Stu predicted they would win. We'll talk about wins. Stu with 61 wins. Um, that was, was nine, nine short. Negative. They won 70 yeah, games. But overall, he was right. I think I picked Gardenhire to get fired, so I guess that was You said Gardenhire would be fired by August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that was close. Uh, you said Molitor um, would be, yeah, you said Molitor would be the interim manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. you said um, Studs Mauer and Duds. I'm, I'm, yeah. Be the Dud. Mauer was the turd, and your Stud was Molitor. Yes. Yes, because I thought um, he would be the. Manager who guided them to a hot fall or some such thing. Uh, we don't need to go I through mine. I was the next uh, highest win total, and I went with 69 wins. And uh, <laughs> you're a pervert. That's just the best. Because you're was only 12 one years off. old. <laughs> and uh, hoping to get to my junior stud high was Kyle Gibson, which I think he had a pretty he had a good decent year. I mean, he wasn't year. a bro. Bros and turds, right? We had bro and turds. No, he was about exactly. He was a 4.7 ERA guy. He's exactly what we were. So full of shit. You want to crown his ass? Crown him, Clarence. His ex-fip was so good, Brandon. You know that. All right, all right, all right. His ex-fip was pretty decent. God damn it! I can't believe uh, you're just trying to buy capital here for when we get to your picks. We don't gotta get to my picks. I said 71 wins. (laughs) I was one off. My dud was. My dud was my dud. My dud. <laughs> Mauer, I think, and Korea, both. Yeah, and but picking Kevin was... Korea as a dud is not exactly yeah. That's out of the limb. that's unfair. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. It's like predicting he was National suck. League Divisional Series participant, Kevin Korea. Tell that to to Michael Rand. No, I mean that guy's no, so don't. far gone. I don't want to hear him talk thing. about Kevin Korea again. That reminds me that Mike put that. Kevin Grant. Oh, I can't get the names right here. Mike, Mike Grant owes me a case of beer. Nice. That's Thanks awesome. to yeah. his Mike Pelfrey bet. Yeah. Where he bet. That was pathetic. The main part, there was a whole bunch of other stuff to the bet, was, but the main part was that Mike Pelfrey was going to throw at least 180 innings this year, which he only <laughs> he only finished 156 and two-thirds short of that number. Oh, that's funny stuff. Anyway. Keep going with the, the predictions, Clarence. Okay, highest then. win total prediction was Brandon at seventy-one. So yep. he was one over uh, his. So you and Clarence was, tied. Yeah, we tied. Except by Price is Right rules, in which case Clarence, which wins. is insane. I can't believe that's just allowed in that game. All right, fair enough. Uh, so I won the, yep. the win. Uh, guess game, and your stud was Joe Mauer. Well, I actually, I thought we were playing a different game. I thought we were going with second half bros and turds. So I fair, said second half bro is Joe Mauer, Joe second Mauer half turd is Kurt Suzuki. I, I did no, you didn't articulate that. You mentioned nothing. It's about in the bylaws. The I don't think the, you guys uh, read the fine print of this podcast. We have I'm played to have this my game the same way for every sport, in every preseason for two years. All and, right. uh, I still feel good about both those predictions. 
your dud was a Kurt Suzuki, Kurt Suzuki. <laughs> they ended up giving a two-year extension. So yeah, in a way, he is a dud. Whether the Twins give them an extension is not a good measurement of he whether he's good or not. a far better season than anybody predicted. That's and true. I don't like Kurt Suzuki in any way. I think that the extension he did was a do bad better idea. Than you thought he would. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. You got BF'd right in the B on that one. Okay, yep. let's hurry um, this up. I want to talk about Teddy. And uh, Johnny. Got, mm-hmm. John picked... Uh, I think I picked 73 wins. I think it was 75. 75? But, uh, All right, fair enough. Yeah, 75 wins, and your bro was... My bro is a combination. And Aaron Hicks. <laughs> and, um, it's hard. Aaron Hicks is on the comeback trail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your turd, I don't even remember who to, who it was. I um, think Mike Pelfrey, probably. No, it wasn't Mike Pelfrey. Oh, poop. I don't remember. Anyway. Anyways, it was. It's it, good to I'm get that out there. It was a horrible pick. I actually, I no, remember specifically picking Joe Maurer to hit 20 home runs this year, and he hit God, like, two. I thought he, he was did. recovered from his brain injury. What did he hit? Two home runs this year. I think he hit four. Two, your exact prediction, your exact quote, John. Yep. To par- to paraphrase an exact quote. No, I can um, give you the exact <laughs> quote. I think what okay, I said was he was going to change his game, and no. this was going to be the year that Joe Maurer. That people started hating Joe Maurer less. You called it. You gave it a specific, a pronoun almost name. Okay. You called it the Joe Maurer Redemption Tour. <laughs> Ooh, boy. You starts not a now. That's, formal that's name. Exact wow. quote. How Yikes. close was I, guys? How far off was He's I? He's going to hit 20 home runs, and people will start hating him less. It yep. might be a good one next year. I mean, and, I'd hold on to that. And just he might be fully recovered. Bob Sansevier in the Pioneer Press. <laughs> Stupid the baby. Pioneer Press. <laughs> a dumb baby called with his headaches. Babies. For oh. not playing through brain injury. Oh, I get vertigo. The, the best part of the whole thing was that he suggested that Maurer and Suzuki should effectively swap positions because that would yeah, improve what? There we go. <laughs> They'd both still be in the lineup. You know, you could get a concussion driving your car, so, I mean. You can get a concussion from a lot <laughs> of Why things. even wear a helmet? I got it's one gonna happen. It's my gonna head happen. on my desk earlier today. Your dud was Pete Florimone. It just came to me. Oh, that's, that's right. Also not fair. Is it? Which was a good call. That Pete Florimone is terrible at baseball. That it shouldn't count because everybody knows he's it seems terrible so at obvious baseball. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then let's get... we went off. You said Pete Florimone, and we went off on a riff for <laughs> twenty minutes where I complained about Pete Florimone's uh, on base percentage, and that was it. That sounds right. Yep. He's not been on rough. base since 2008. Like a minor league game. <laughs> no, yeah. it's pretty weird. That's really difficult. To he do might not even remember which base to run to if yeah. he actually did get a hit. He's like so, he half step towards third. <laughs> take that, a half step like unknown. Uh, he'd look for cues from other people's body language. Which next time he gets a single, to? he's just gonna like take first base off and bring it to the dugout. Hold on to this for me. <laughs> the, the Nationals actually Pete, picked it's him a up. spring training game, bro. The Twins released him, and the Nationals picked it up, picked him up. And I have a friend who's a Nationals fan who yeah. tweeted at me to say, all right, I need a Pete Florimone <laughs> scouting report from you. And here's my scouting report. He's a decent fielder, not as good as you think he is, and he hits equally well with either end of the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like That's it. my Pete Florimone scouting report. Somebody just tipped their cap. It was Russell Martin. Pirates catcher Russell Martin just tipped his cap in the bottom of the ninth 
as the Pirates are losing eight to nothing after a standing ovation from seventeen people left in the stadium. This is oh, something no. Pirates fans. Sad. I know none of you are listening, but if you were, this is the kind of thing Cardinals fans would do. Do you really want to get into that? Do you really want to be? No, Cardinals they're fans? just being supportive. They're, I think they're fine. Their team is losing eight to nothing. Yeah, there's like there's seriously like at home maybe a thousand people left. Madison Bumgarner is about to throw a shutout. Yeah, that's amazing. And Madison Bumgarner is well known as the Major League Baseball player who has the most porn star sounding name. Yep, yep. Can we talk about Teddy Bridgewater? A little Please, more? why, why Please, don't you John? want to talk about Teddy? I'm sorry, I I, really I got distracted just... by the television. So we all feel all equally right. vindicated because we all believed in him and knew this was going to happen, and we're all equally frustrated. Like, why are we the only four, four people who fucking understand how easy mm-hmm. it is to, like, draft Not him? Not even John Sharkman, who played the game, understood. So it's frustrating, sure. but it's also we, we feel good about three. it. Let's caveat that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I mean, he did, but he, you know. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Stu, how excited are you right now? I legitimately said to the guy next to me at the secret location watching the game um, about Teddy Bridgewater, I said this, the game's not too big for him. I legitimately (laughs) said that unironically. (laughs) Oh, my God. You went full rube. I said that unironically. Were you on hold for the wine line after? Like, were you going to call in and say that too? (laughs) I was like, I wanted to call Corey Cove and complain about something. I actually said that out loud. Sincerely to somebody. That's incredible. Wow. Good for you. Way to just get in there and mix it up. You're like a kid out there, Stu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Well, oh, my God. You know what? The game wasn't too big. It wasn't. He He looked great. He he was comfortable. Yep. Made the read. If Jerry's right in stride on that deep ball, I think I would have exploded in joy. Yeah. I would have gone. I would have gone number three in my pants. <laughs> number it three? Was... <laughs> you have, don't want to know. I have just never add, heard the term add, number three referring to John, that particular just add, just body function. one plus two, okay? I might have just made it up. <laughs> I think, is number three um, both things? No, or is it, it? No, no, it's no, not. It or is it it's the, not both two added together. Okay. We'll have Wade look it up. Because I well, feel like John it should Boss be a different up. number if it's not anything to do with one and two. Because that does sound like you just have pissed and shit yourself at the same time. <laughs> that Which doesn't make sense. My... One doesn't have anything to do with two. Two Going number two doesn't mean you went number one twice. So why would number three mean you went both number one and two? Because when you go number two, you get a number one. And it seems like if you lose control of all your facilities, you go number three. Like my no. uh, wife's grandpa went number three a bunch of times. He was out of it, and he just went number three. No, that doesn't. Again, referring back to the math, number two isn't going number one twice. We're having They're fun here, separate Brandon. Things. Number four would Why be would you, you do just this? shit yourself twice. <laughs> now I have to that confront makes, the realities no, of sense. aging. Thanks yeah, to you, Brandon. I've got number four on some really bad nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's after after you get those late night tacos you were yes. talking about. I went That's number, number two. four for sure. Excuse me, I went number four. <laughs> Pardon me. Clarence was right about cumin. Damn him. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's hard to talk about Teddy without sounding like an absolute rube because there there is no like fun way to talk about football without sounding like you are a you know fake know it all. Like he had like he did like look at all of his reads. He legitimately <laughs> mm-hmm. did do that, right? But I feel dumb yes, pointing it out. That and was amazing. He, he, like, he throws the ball quick. He makes fast decisions, 
and has a fast release. And just saying that makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's true. So there were it makes me uncomfortable. Times in true. the game where like you could tell like he was really good at um, understanding like I need to really fire this one in there and I can loft this one a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And pointing that out makes me feel stupid and bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way all Vikings fandom is going to make you feel. Stupid and bad. Curious right on that pass. He missed him. And in yep. the past, Vikings quarterbacks would crumble after that. Mm-hmm. And he just flashed a calm, knowing smile and marched them down the field. It, it's like it didn't even happen. He's got short memory is what he's got. Short memory. Short memory, that's an like, important thing to do. Those smiles that closer. he flashed uh, made me uh, remember how to love. You know, I can't remember how to believe. A calm, Clarence. knowing smile. What? Clarence, you know what you got to have when you're a I know what i got to have. Oh, a short memory. you got to have amnesia, oh. Clarence. Amnesia. Damn. No one else you that's need to have, guys? Calm eyes. How about he's got some of the calmest eyes I've ever seen? You know the word I keep coming back to tonight is uh, togetherness. Yeah, I can't I can't help but keep coming back to that word because it means so much to this team. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a cohesive unit. So the question I have is, given that Teddy Bridgewater is going to lead us to the promised land, mm-hmm. are the Vikings going to be any good this year, even with that? Man, it's tough to say because they still have means no everything. defense. Yeah, okay. neither does the Colts. True. So here's here's what I'm hoping. We've talked about what the hope was before the season is that uh, Spielman gets fired somehow, but they're still good. Yep. And uh, it, it the pieces are in place for this to happen. What I see happening, my hopes and dreams, are Teddy is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer has proven, I think, he seems to be a pretty good coach, mm-hmm. especially on defense. The defense has improved. Anthony Barr won the game for him, pretty much. I mean, but or at least ended the game for him. Zimmer may end up after the season with these defensive backs. He may after the season go in, march into Ziggy's office, and say, "You have to get this Rick fucking Spielman out of here because I, I can't look. I'm a good coach, I'm not a magician. I'm, I'm holding this thing together with fucking bailing twine and Josh Robinson, and I can't keep doing this. You got to get me a GM that knows how to pick." God, this is you know Bailey really, Twine and Josh this. Robinson would be also a very good podcast title. <laughs> and if if Matt Khalil collapses like he like he has been, th- this may happen where Spielman is. is a, I don't think it will. No, it, it can't. But, this but is I'm you're getting saying, into I, like uh, uh, writing your own porno <sighs> fiction territory. I don't here. think it can happen because then the comeback is, well, he drafted Teddy. And Cordell and Xavier Rhodes and, and, and Anthony Barr and, and Josh Robinson. Josh Robinson. Mike Zimmer's making good. So it's I can't. It's a big goddamn yeah, it's it's circular. I think it's you need to put the Rick Spielman thing to bed for now. Because it's <laughs> just going to keep you up at night, Clarence. We're worried about you. You need to get I your shut up. I don't see how it could happen, it's but I'm trying happen. to We've We've got conflicting interests. The defense got better ever ever since Chad Greenway got hurt, right? We've noticed that. That's a good point. I can't wait to point out to my father-in-law and have him kick me out of his house. (laughs) He's white. (laughs) Leave him alone. Is this the one that... We all like Chad Greenway, but he's clearly just... He's cooked. He's got... There's nothing left. He's Jeff Brady-ish. It's the turkey at the end of Thanksgiving. There's just the carcass that you're going to make soup out of, and that's Chad Greenway. Um, The We don't want to look back and talk about the 30-7 to 7 
shellacking that the Patriots put on us while what, they're an awful shellacking? team. They right? are no, genuinely terrible. Jesus, what happened? Is it just because Castle? Ring a bell. <laughs> that, NFL, was, that was BT, right? That was before Teddy. That was before We don't Teddy. give a shit. BT, yep. The <laughs> season might not less. even, might might as well not even have happened before Teddy. Nope, that's Do Old Testament care. stuff. That's okay. all BT. That's mm-hmm. all numbers and Deuteronomy. Yeah, we're, you don't want to. You don't want to look back. And none of us judges. You don't want to read that shit. Somebody eats shellfish, you can murder them. That's Roof. Old Testament. Yeah. You don't. Ew, gross. No. It's, all, it's nothing but so and so begat so and so and so and begat so and so. Nobody Just wants to hear begat. that. Stop it. Let's get on to the good stuff. Begat. Stop it, old Latin. The people. old yeah. New Testament stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, get out King of here. James version. Useless. Mm-hmm. It's not relevant to the King to, Teddy version. King yeah. Teddy version. There we go. All hail KTV. Yeah. At none of your new international stuff. Put that in your hotel nightstand. The story of Teddy Bridgewater. I was Are you talking to... about slamming your thing into things again, Clarence, or is that just a hotel nightstand? <laughs> that was the club magazine. I was <laughs> once in a hotel in room. Magazine. I mean, I already had, but. In a hotel room in Huron, South Dakota, and the only thing in the nightstand, the Book of Mormon. No kidding. That was surprising really? to me. I've never, yeah, I have not seen that before. That's I've not something I've witnessed. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so let's do a quick preview. Uh, the Vikings are playing... A team, I want to say... They're in the National Football League. I know I that. I want to say... They're in the Shield. The Milwaukee Bucks. Sort of a... The sort Milwaukee of a, Bucks? Sort of a forgettable I team. So. Stu says they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, might as well be. That's about how relevant yeah, the team, Packers are. The team is not very good. I know that. Okay. Although they did just beat the absolute piss out of the Bears. Yeah, they did. Smoke really that might be bad. Uh, okay, so... Um, tomorrow night, or when uh, any of you are listening to this, most likely tonight. tonight uh, this Let's evening. be honest. Most of these people are not listening to this till Saturday at the earliest. <laughs> so two nights ago. Yikes. Whoops. Um, well, I hope they just keep it competitive, um, and I here. hope that uh, Mr. Bridgewater doesn't get any more injured. Those are my two hopes. Here. I don't yeah. have any other thoughts beyond that. I just yep, stay, stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay alive. I saw one of the local newscasts was live from Lambeau Field tonight. Like, the whole newscast was live from Lambeau Field. Is that really a thing? Um, no, Channel, 4, Channel 4 has the Thursday night games now. So I oh, that's CCO. right. Mm-hmm. It was CCL. I know Rosie's on site. I yep. haven't heard the whole that the whole crew is there. Rosie and Amelia are out there, yeah. Amelia's just... out there, too? Amelia's no Frank? Antaniello, yeah. No Frank? No Frank. They didn't send Frank. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Poor whatever. Thing. Whatever CJ says about that, I believe. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, okay. So that's our preview. Okay. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Stay healthy. But I, I think Green Bay probably wins by fourteen to twenty. That's just. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'd say that. But if Teddy Bridgewater plays, everything's on the table. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I that's sense, true. Do you remember in 1998 when the Vikings went in there and won by like four touchdowns? Oh, 98. Do I remember Christ. All right. Do I remember off, it? Off go the points. Who doesn't remember it? Who oh. does remember that? That, that could be Barbara tomorrow House. night. That was Barbara Kirby Roadhouse. Six. Yep. Yep. Barbara Bucks Roadhouse, Fargo, North Dakota. Guys, in the last few, in the last few days, Ron Gardner got fired and the Gophers beat Michigan at college football. Anything is possible. What a week. What a what week. week. What a week. Yeah, all right. Vikes. Cohesion. 28, Packers Together. 24. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why, why not us? Why not us? Okay. Why, why not, not now? 
If not us, who? If not now, when? Mm -hmm. If not what? If not which dog? Sophie? So we think it. No, it might be Sophie. Is it Sophie or is it Al? Sorry. The official dog of the Sporta podcast. Al sleeping. That was Sophie. And we, and we can't hear Al snoring for once. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think the last thing we wanted to talk about a little bit was the playoffs. The playoffs are set now. Both wildcard games are over. Yep. As we mentioned, the Royals are in. As is happening right now, the Giants are in. They beat the crap out of the Pirates. Yep. Who is our team in the playoffs? Let me. Uh, I have a list here, and I want you to tell me if it uh, if it holds water. Okay. First off. Um, can we go from bottom to top? Is we that are, kind of list? We can. All right, I just want to. I just want to pour out a little <laughs> liquor for our uh, Oakland like like fans. Okay. Uh, that is, they are zero and seven in the past fifteen years in deciding games and playoffs. I mean, they've won a playoff series, but it wasn't a deciding zero and seven. Really, and seven deciding playoff games, and they have not won one. Yet. Who's that? The A's, the Oakland A's. They've they've lost seven deciders in a row. Yes, seven in a row. Those poor fucking fans. And they have to live in Oakland. And they're the most likable team. Like, okay. Well, they're not the the most likable team. Maybe not. But here's the thing. Like, I think that one thing that we all agree on and feel pretty strongly about is there's nothing, uh, there's no bigger waste of energy than trying to tell other people how to cheer for sports. Absolutely. You know? Like, that just Amen. bothers me no matter what. Like, you cheer how you want to, whether it's uh, passionately well, you, or a fair weather fan or in and out. I, court? I couldn't fucking oh, care less. Ridiculous. I have, Do whatever you want. I have one exception yeah. to that, and that is fans who are stealing stuff from the other team's fans or otherwise physically trying to beat the crap out of other teams. That, okay, and I yes. endorse that. Misdemeanors. So. That is ridiculous yeah. in the highest There's a schism. Order. There's a schism there. There's a schism. Yeah. Okay, fine. Some of us believe commit fra- felonies, and some of us don't. All right, fair enough. So we agree on that. Um, well. But I am having a hard time understanding why why you wouldn't cheer for the A's. Like, who's not cheering? Unless you're just, like, are a person who can't comprehend projections and you just, like, think that this team represents all that's bad in baseball, you would not like them. But they're the lowest payroll every single year. Every single year, their roster is a bunch of guys who have been left for dead by other teams, forgotten about their goofballs. I mean, for 15 years, they've been the same goofy, uh, scrappy, hard-nosed team. Um, their stadium fills up with poop when it rains. Those poor guys, it gross. fills with poop. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, I do want to just quickly mention that their current payroll, I mean, they did go for it, so their current current payroll is like... 700,000 less than the Twins right now. They're, they're essentially the same. Okay. All right. So There's this no is the fun. year, the most money they've ever spent. That's right. That's ever. a good move, yes. Is they, what? 21st? They do or? exactly what everybody wants their team to do when they're in the playoff on. Go for it. Go for Go it. Go for mm-hmm. it. Yep. After which point they absolutely collapsed and yeah, barely made really the playoffs. Did. I know. It's but amazing. they made it. So and bad. The one-game playoff system is so stupid. It drives me crazy. I hate it. I just... I, stupid but that's not what we're talking it was tense about. Anyways, and it was fun or whatever i just wanted to to point that out like how how much of a bummer that is that sort of america's team like of of us like regular folk kind of our team mm-hmm. just yep. loses every single year it's just such a fucking Sucks. bummer it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna go absolutely ape shit if they ever win the world series all right i'm gonna enough. lose my mind okay so in order and you tell me um and you 
Maybe I'll get through this and you tell me um, if I... Uh, In order from like most to least or least likable? Least to or worst. worst. Least okay. to most likable. So the team that would be the worst to win it, and I think that we're all going to agree on this, is the fucking Cardinals. Yes, absolutely. Easily, right? I was going to say, if it's not the Cardinals on the bottom of this list... Yeah, it's got to be the Cardinals. It's crazy. Um, one of my favorite writers um, and a guy I have never met in person, but I still kind of consider him an internet friend, Will Leach. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have... Traded emails with him, and I love the guy, and, and he can do no wrong for the He's most the part. He's the world's nicest guy. He is. He really is. He wrote an article last year or two years ago that will, to me, go down as maybe the saddest thing I've ever read from a person I respect. He actually tried to make the argument of, here's why, as fans, we matter to our organization. Mm-hmm. We're so supportive as fans. And Absolutely we show up and, and it was the saddest, most pathetic, like, no you don't. No. You do not matter. You matter as much as the rest of us do, which is none. Nothing. Which is nothing. Unless um, you are buying a suite or a club seat, you matter none to the organization you support. Yeah. So for the most part, if I have a friend who's a fan of this team, I gave him a little bonus points, but this was opposite. Okay. Even he they already had zero points and then he wrote that article and now they're like negative a million. Yeah. They have negative Cardinals one million points for sure. Lose for the next fifty years, and then you may move up on this list. Mm-hmm. Right now, your last, um, second last, uh, the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes the Tigers. They're in our division. Uh, they've been there before. They're not a whole lot of fun. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is still on the team. He got. I mean, they're all probably assholes, but he did get like arrested the night mm-hmm. before a playoff game at five in the morning while being wasted. So that's to me. And they have Ian Kinsler who made 1,000 outs this year. <laughs> One th- that's got to be a record. That has to be a record It's got to be up there. Yep. Um, okay, so Tigers number two. Uh, third, I think the Giants. Um, I think that's fair. I love San Francisco, but. The only person I like is Pablo <sighs> Sandoval because he's fat. I love I, the fat guys. That's the only thing I like about I the love Giants. that dude. He's yep. great and he's jolly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, uh, Pablo Sandoval. Oh, that was, that was my comeback. Was I? I think I slapped the Dodgers in here because of Pablo Sandoval. Yep, okay. catapults the Giants. Giants he swings at everything. Totally fine. I'm going to get like, to the Dodgers and early, why I have them listed above the Giants. Earlier in tonight's game, they were criticizing one of the Pittsburgh pitchers for not bouncing a pitch to Pablo Sandoval because he got a hit on it because it was still above the ground. Oh, boy. That's the kind of player I like. I do love him. Vlad Guerrero was the perfect example of that. Right. He was just the most lovable player ever because he'd swing at a pitch two feet over his head and still get a hit. And the rest of the guys seem pretty likable, too. The only reason I have them down so low is they are there a lot, mm-hmm. and that bothers me. That's fair. They're That's there fair. all the time. Um, next team, uh, Angels. Uh, I'm still I would not put over the Angels below the Giants for Pablo yeah. Sandoval. Okay, I'm still not over 2002 oh, and for Adam Giants. Kennedy suddenly Sorry. becoming the greatest hitter in baseball history. Three fucking home runs in a game. How did that happen, Adam Kennedy? It's, Adam Kennedy. I, don't, I hate him so much. Uh, I, I love I Mike Trout. I had a Detroit. I think Angel. I think it'll be go Angels Dodgers for me then uh, Detroit. That's okay. fair. Okay, that's fine. But anyways, um, okay. Yeah, we're splitting hairs here. I love Mike Trout though. Uh, he's the best anonymous. Athlete on the planet yes, by far. Strangely anonymous. Yeah, Why nobody is so anonymous. In anyway, anonymous. In, it, when you guys will not let us forget about how anonymous he is, he no longer becomes anonymous. He won't be able to be picked out of a lineup by nine of ten of Americans, except for everybody that eats at Subway, which is basically sixty percent of the population. Jesus, like I cardboard fucking cutouts of them there. Just eating at Subway doesn't mean 
that anybody knows what he looks like. Maybe it's just because he's so anonymous looking when you look at him. Like, oh, regular white guy, kind of strong. Yeah. Yeah, I think all white people look alike. You know that. Um, I've got, and this, I I know I'm going to get some shit about this. Um, I've got the Royals next. Why? I really want to like them, but I'm just so annoyed watching them play. Just because of Ned Yost? Ned Yost and just the whole, yeah, the whole deal. Like, I just, I just, I can't deal with it. Um, no offense to Royals fans, because I, you know, I do want you guys to be happy, but I yeah, just, but they're so miserable. Ugh. They're like the Buffalo fans of baseball. I know, I know. I no, I get it. Bob I just... Hamlin was their best player for years. <laughs> Remember That's Ken cool. Harvey? Ken Harvey. Remember the, the time Ken team? Harvey got hit in the back with a relay throw from the outfield? Ken Harvey decided to look at home plate rather than look at the relay, and it hit him in the back. Like Ken, look at the ball, buddy. <laughs> how can you? Why are you facing? How can this you not root movie. for that You're team. on the team. <laughs> just go ahead and watch where the ball is. Uh, did you ever? Do you remember the clip of when the guy tried to climb the wall to rob a home run, and then the wind blew it back in, and it landed in the outfield, <laughs> and it landed on the warning track? Yeah. Not even on the warning track. The in the center like, field. He's like perched up at the top of the fence. <laughs> he's just hanging out with his butt on top of it. Oh, this is going to be. Oh no! Oh no! no, no. This is nope. not a highlight. That's thirty feet away from me. Um, yeah, no, I feel bad having them there. Um, I just, I just have a hard time watching them. I hate bunts and all that shit so much. <laughs> True. Um, okay, third, um, and I know that you guys have them lower. I have the Dodgers here. The main reason I have the Puig. Dodgers high is because I love uh, Yasiel Puig. Well, everybody loves Yasiel Puig except for Bill Plasky. Yeah. And, and Bill Plasky is love, a moron. Yeah. And I kind of like when those guys, you know, I want Puig they, to like hit they, a walk off and I don't do a think bad you flip. Can put, I don't think you can put the Dodgers this high just to make Bill Plasky feel bad about it. No, himself. it's because I love Puig and I love watching Kershaw and I'd love to see that World Series. True. That'd, be, Kershaw cool. Is That'd awesome. be cool and interesting no. to me. Um, I don't like rewarding teams that buy their, their World Series. True. That is a fair point. That's a fair point. I know, man. That's why I feel weird about having them up this high. I just that's why that's how just much to make I love Bill Plasky mad is not a good enough reason. To no, have that's like tenth reason. The first. Five are Puig, and the and next Kershaw. four are Kershaw. Well, yeah. Kershaw is awesome. Nobody's nobody's questioning that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, number two, Washington. Okay. Um, just because they're the home of former Twins. Yes, exactly. And number one, Baltimore. Why Baltimore? Um, because they have been pathetic for so long. Um, and everybody else is kind of unlikable here uh, to some extent. And I figured I might we might get some pretty good Holly tweets out of it because our true. friend Holly lives there. I like Baltimore. That's true. I, I like the, I like Baltimore is number one. They play in a division where you know nobody gives them a lot of chance just because they're got Yankees and Red Sox in there with them. So yep. right away they're already up against it. Just day one, having those two, uh, you're already up against. I, I like the Baltimore pick. But Buck Showalter like is such an angry person. He is. He's frustrating. Um, That's fine. Remember a couple of years ago when Buck Showalter came out and said how much the Yankees suck and the Red Sox suck and the Orioles finished 35 games behind either of them? <laughs> yeah, I do not like him. Um, but, man, Baltimore-Washington. Um, Wouldn't a Baltimore-Washington awesome series be great? That would be pretty amazing. It would be better if they put the TV rights dispute yeah. on the line in that World <laughs> Series. Yeah. I want Baltimore, Kansas City. I think that would just be wonderful. Baltimore, Kansas City. That, that has be to be an very difficult. Eisner or whoever the hell is running the TV networks now would just faint. It would just be awesome. This Imperials was so strong. Yeah, it would be. What was um, that, Stu? Nice. No, he's, he's talking, talking to his wife. Oh, Stu's talking to his wife. 
The Imperials are very strong, I think, is what we're talking Imperials, heard quite strong. Those Imperials are quite strong. <laughs> um, yeah, so you want Royals and Baltimore in the yes. ALCS. Um, and then facing the, what do you like, the Giants? Is that what you said? Uh, Giants or Washington? Yeah, I think I like the Giants. Ah, shit. I don't like anybody in the National League because I don't like Washington. Nobody. I, have a, I, I want uh, the Roy- I want him to like Seelig on his last hurrah to make a rule where it's the Royals in Baltimore in the World Series. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You've already got sense, this. Uh, like, your uh, fantasy porn going with the 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 Vikes yep. make the playoffs and Spielman gets fired. So yeah, keep it going. Fuck it. I have a That's good equally unlikely. I have a good friend who's a podcast listener who lives in Washington. No, you don't. And is a Nationals fan. Okay. So I'm pulling for the Nationals to play the Royals in the World Series. Well, that's why I'm with the Dodgers. One of my one of my really good buddies mm-hmm. is, a, is a is a Dodgers fan. That's fair. Um, but still, I have to say, like Baltimore being my favorite sucks because I don't even love Baltimore. No, it was A's or bust for me. So I was really bummed last night. Um, it was a tough that's one. Fair. It was a tough one for me. That'll happen. Yeah. Just guys are. I don't know. They're just kind of anonymous, everybody right now. Yeah. You know? With old that. Jeet's gone, I mean, who do we have left, guys? I who do we have left to believe in? Fuck it. In it. Just get rid of no it. Heroes left. You know what? I saw a Patrick Royce column earlier in the night in which you suggested that the new Derek Jeter, Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, my God. Believe in Teddy. Jesus Christ. Believe in Shut hope. Shut up. Teddy. He did not write that. Believe in Teddy. He said, he said his way of dealing with the media... Ro- Reminds him oh. of Derek Eaton. Oh, didn't he? Really? Somebody, one of somebody in the um, uh, media this past week called the Wild Cheap. Was that him or was that somebody else? It was you like know, they don't spend any money. There like, was. Oh, you don't. Uh, there have long you don't been pay people at all, accusing the Wild of being cheap, even when for about seven straight years they were up against the salary cap ceiling and literally could not spend any more money. Yeah, there was nothing they could do to spend more money. No, works. Brandon, it, he does what I do to you, and I I figured it out years ago, and I just don't even worry about it anymore. Is he just throws out Royce throws out random shit for hockey, just for for Gopher hockey fans and Wild fans. He'll just throw out random shit that he doesn't believe. Just to get people going. Just to troll. So, He's just a if troll. If you see any hockey related, you know how much I love him. I love mm-hmm. Royce. Look, if you love Royce? Are I you just, serious? No, this podcast is on I record do. as being big time Royce fan. I love. Are you Pat serious? Royce, yeah, but when you do with hockey, I just ignore it. Oh no, Ooh, shit. Just ignore it. He is yeah. by far the best columnist in town. No kidding. By oh, far, I haven't I listened think. or read anything from him in years. By far, it's wow. not even close. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, I trust I you guys. You drunk idiots haven't been wrong in a long time. I don't That's expect true. it to happen now. Were we right about but, Teddy Bridgewater? Yes, we were. Yep. Right about the If he the says something sucking? about the wild, just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Just like if I do some Ed Levi deal to you, mm-hmm. really what you should do is just like, uh, yeah, just not even. <laughs> 25 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, what you do is you go right down the rabbit hole with me and you help me kill, you know, a coffee break or something yeah. like that for me where I was bored. There's and you end up frustrated. Wait, There's absolutely nothing better joking than... Joking about those Levi? A Brandon Brachty clearance swamp down Twitter conversation. Fuck. When that That's happens, I just sit back and it's, it's just happiness for me. God damn it. I thought you seriously want to know about pants. No, I'll argue with you about a basketball player that I... Like, I'll look somebody up that I did not... I didn't know existed. Oh, no, no I know that. that. Like, that's been very clear from the get-go. 
but then you'll swallow it like a walleye on a fucking but I'm rig. sometimes I'm reverse trolling you and making you like try to pretend even longer that you know what you're talking about, even though everybody you're on Earth knows that you don't. No, you're not. It's so a reverse wonder. troll. You've never once. Done they call. That. Why do you think no. they call me RT Broxy? RT Broxy. <laughs> reverse troll. Nobody Broxy. calls you that. Old RT. Was, oh come on. I honestly thought that was an RT Ryback. What's up, old RT? And I was trying to figure out what RT you meant Ryback. by an RT Ryback. RT Ryback is he? What the? All fuck? right. Um. Yeah. Well, then that's that does it. I'm not going to engage with you anymore. No. Yes, you will. You Please, don't you know. Start. Please don't. Please don't. We're first, everybody. It makes never me so ever. happy. <laughs> I'm never drinking again. Yeah. yeah sure. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. And then tomorrow, yeah, I had a nickel. Be. <laughs> Best Buy is not responsible for that. Where are you getting this information? <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> God, I'm the worst. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think at some point, Clarence and I are going to try to get together and do a little hockey preview for the upcoming season. The yep. NHL season starts next week. Eighth seed. The Gophers That's are also preview. playing an exhibition against North Alberta Tech. Not North Alberta, guys. The Nats. Keep them straight. North, North Alberta Nats. Tech next week. So the hockey season is about to start. We're excited about it, obviously. Jason Zucker looks like he's going to make the Wild. Which is a good thing. So we're going to oh, try to. Oh, if he do- doesn't. Oh, yeah. if he doesn't, John. No. It, it's, I swear to God. I was reading Russo earlier tonight. It looks like it's Zucker and unfortunately your boy, Steve Ayu, and between Cody Allman and Brett Sutter for the other spot on that fourth. Well, line. when Fontaine. I'm an Allman guy. Then it was. Yeah, it was all it was Feiyu's job to lose. We'll talk about all of that on a future podcast. But good. I'm sorry, I keep spare. Yeah. 90% of our listeners. Until then, until then, we're just going to say goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. Good seeing you. Good to hear from you. Thanks a lot. Lee. Happy birthday, Jimmy Carter. Happy birthday, Jimmy Carter. JC. <laughs> JC. That's what I call it. And my dad. Howie. Howie's birthday today, yep. Well, awesome. happy birthday. Happy birthday, Howie. Yep. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 